welcome to Holding Fast. How is your anchor holding today? I trust that it's grounded firmly in the Word of God and the promises that are contained therein. Thank you for inviting me into your life today and have an opportunity to open the Word of God and gather around the Scriptures and be encouraged from them. I was reading an article the other day by Dr. David Prince, who is a pastor in Kentucky at Baptist Church there, and uh, just reminded me of some important character development traits that I've had as an influence in my life since I was a very young man. I recall reading a famous sayings of a great evangelist one time, and one of them that stuck in my mind, as a matter of fact, there was a plaque about that that I had hanging on the wall that said, finish the job. It was a great reminder to develop that kind of a character trait uh, that would help me to be the kind of man that I needed to be for God, the kind of servant, whether you're male or female, that uh, would be honoring to the Lord and be pleasing to Him. I think it's something that's sorely needed. In a word, today, uh, it's often called stick to Have you ever heard that phrase before? I heard that when I, I don't know what context I heard it or when I heard that, but it was always something that stuck in my mind, stick to And it may surprise you to learn that stick to is actually in the dictionary. According to Merriam-Webster, it means, quote, a dogged perseverance, unquote. Uh, its earliest known occurrence is actually back in 1859. A person who has stick is a finisher. He or she keeps commitments and sees them through to the end. Surely this is something of a trait that would be uh, well for all of us to cultivate in our own hearts. I I know that when I was a young man, I didn't always have a lot of stick in my early life. Uh, I don't think that's anything unusual for a lot of young people. I can recall with some embarrassment a little bit of uh, some different phases that I would go through or interests that I started. I remember taking a class when I was in junior high on uh, archaeological design and three-dimensional drawing and things of this nature. And, oh, I was all about that. I had I had all the right pencils and all the right drawing uh, uh, tools and doing 3D design and things of that nature. And I was just all excited about that, thought I might become an architect and and uh, But after a while, uh, those things kind of fell by the wayside. And I think I still think I have some of those pencils somewhere in a junk drawer somewhere. But uh, it was uh, something that caught my interest. And uh, at one time, it was doing some metal detecting and going out and just getting a hobby that I really enjoyed and participated in that for a while. And then it kind of came to an end when the excitement and enthusiasm wore off and then I remember learning how to, uh, wanting to learn, having a romantic interest in wanting to learn how to play the guitar, a musical instrument, or even a trumpet. And I played that for a number of years. Uh, but I always wanted to be very accomplished as a classical acoustic guitarist. Uh, and I probably have about five uh, guitars laying around the house somewhere, and I've had number, numbers of them down through the years. But I noticed the other day that it was just sitting in a closet somewhere, and it dawned on me that stick is not easy. Um, but you may be surprised to hear what God has to say about that, because God says, and the Bible may not use the original word stick 
But in the Bible, there is a repeated call, particularly in the book of Hebrews in chapter 3 and verse 6, chapter 4 and verse 14, and, and chapter 6 and verse 18, and chapter 10 and verse 23, just multiple passages of scripture that say something like this one that says, but Christ was faithful as a son over his house, whose house we are, if we, and here's the words that he uses, if we Hold fast our confidence and the boast of our hope firm until the end. Over in chapter 4 and verse 14, he says, Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. Over in chapter 6 and verse 18, it says, Uh, So that by two unchangeable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, we who have taken refuge would have strong encouragement to take hold or hold fast the hope that is set before us. And so over and over again, the scriptures tell us in the book of Hebrews to have stick-to-itiveness, to hold fast In fact, I believe that's one of the main purposes of the entire book of Hebrews, uh, that the author is concerned that those that were early Christians might not finish the race that they began. In chapter 12, verse 1 of Hebrews, he tells them that very thing. He says, actually, in in the context, he says, therefore, since we have so great a cloud of witnesses, Uh, We are encompassed about by them. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily entangles us and let us run with, uh, with patience and endurance the race that is set before us. So the writer of Hebrews is actually charging his readers to keep going, to not quit, to finish what they started, to not lay down, but keep on going. Now, I think it's obvious in our culture today that stick to is not something that we value very highly. As a matter of fact, if there's a criticism of, of uh, the current generation is oftentimes that stick-to-itiveness is a missing character trait for many. But I don't think that it's limited just to that particular age group. But I believe we are a nation often of quitters. We quit jobs, quit towns, quit wives, quit children, quit churches at an alarming rate. Uh, you drive down on around town on any given Saturday morning and you find evidence of people with their quitting ways. They have uh, garage sales that dominate neighborhoods and enable them to attempt to receive back some return on an investment for all those failed hobbies like uh, 3D drawing and guitar playing and metal detecting and things of that nature. Um, but we want to, we, uh, it's evidence of things that we started but couldn't complete. Let me suggest to you today that scripture is clear. If you don't finish what you started when you decided to follow Jesus, you can't consider yourself a follower of Jesus. Following Jesus is a forever decision. Faith perseveres when times get tough, when temptations arise. Uh, real gospel faith toughens up and it pulls through. Uh, faith, gospel faith, is loaded with stick It produces in you that wonderful craving to serve the Lord. We may miss this biblical emphasis because oftentimes we cheapen grace by making faith a decision that we make at some point in our lives. 
And we talk about the time when we were saved as if being saved was some kind of transaction that occurred in the past and has little to no bearing on our present and future. This view of faith is not what the Bible has in mind. Jesus calls us to follow him, doesn't he? I mean, Hebrews and the rest of the Bible reminds us powerfully that those who are saved are only those who finish what they start. So stick to itiveness is as a Christian is not easy. It's very similar to a battle, to a war that's going on. There's always going to be a lot of factors that make it difficult. Stresses, difficult people, depressions, anxieties, trials, tragedies, disappointments, temptations will stand in your way. But let me tell you something this morning, folks. Wherever you are, God is gracious. He provides help. He doesn't leave you to face the challenge alone. He will provide Bible-fueled stick to to those who ask Him for it. Hebrews 4.16 says this, and I'll leave you with it. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. God's grace is sufficient. Walk with God today. Remember that you belong to Him and keep your anchor grounded in the promises 